Shalom to all, and you are listening to the Quick Parsha presented daily by our Parsha, and today we are going to be learning the second Oli in Parsha Sre'eh, that is Parakut Bey's Pasuket Aleph. Now, we left off right in the middle of discussing what's going to be regarding Karbanas after the land is conquered and divided, and there's peace in the land. And the Pasuk tells us, And it shall be the place, that Hashem your God will choose to rest His name over there. There you shall bring up everything that I command you, your burnt offerings and your Karbanas, your tithes and your truma that you lift up, and all your choice nedarim asher tidru Hashem that you shall donate to Hashem. And now let's see Rashi over here. Pasuk Yudal, Vehayamakin will be the place that Hashem chooses. What's this place talking about? Benulachem beis abchira biyushalayim, building a beis abchira, the beis hamikdash in Yushalayim. Mechenu Eimer b'David. It says about David Amelach, Vahi kiyashav Amelach b'veisai was when the king was in his house. Vahashem miniach lemi kol ayv misaviv, and Hashem gave him rest from all of his enemies around. Vayemer Amelach nasan navi, and the king David Amelach told nasan navi. I'm sitting in a base of Razim, I'm sitting in my palace. And David Melch was saying he wanted to build the base of Mikdash. So at that stage, when the base of Mikdash is built, previously we were talking about bringing Karbanis in Shiloh, which is the Mishkan. And over here the Pasuk is talking about bringing Karbanis in the base of Mikdash in Yushalayim. And that's why the Pasuk broke them up, to say that there's a Heter in between the Mishkan and Shiloh. And the base of Mikdash, during those time periods that there was not a Mishkan or a base of once Shilai was destroyed and they came to Naiv, that's where there was a Bama Gedaila. And the Naiv was destroyed, and then they came to Givain and there was a Bama Gedaila over there. Bamas were permitted until they came to Yushalayim. The Pasuk says, This teaches us that a Nadar or a Nadava should be brought from the choicest animal. So let's go back to Chomish Pasuk Yudbez. You shall rejoice in front of Hashem your God, and your sons and daughters, and your servants and maidservants and the Levi that is in your gates. Now, why is he in your gates? Why is he in your cities? Because he doesn't have a chilek and a portion among you. He lives just among you in your cities. He doesn't have his own chilek in Eretz Yisrael. He's shamer lecha, but beware, be very careful, lest you bring up your ayla in any place that you deem fit. You're not allowed to bring up your aylas anywhere. Only in the place that Hashem your God chooses from among one of your shvatim, only there you're allowed to bring your carbon oila, and over there you shall perform everything that I command you. Now let's see Rashi over here, Pasukyud Gimel, he shamar This is a loisase, there's a lav, do not do the following. Anywhere your heart desires, you're not allowed to just bring a carbon oila there. But you are allowed to bring a carbon oila if a navi commands you to. Just like Elio Navi did at Har Carmel. And Rashi Pasukyudal tells us, from one of your shvatim, so it seems to be that the chelek that the base of Metosh is going to be built on is from only one of the Shvatim, in the Chelka Binyamin, but previously it says that the place is going to be chosen from all the Shvatim. How is that possible? asks Rashi. Is it going to be a place that's chosen from only one of the Shvatim, or is it going to be a collective of all the Shvatim together? So Rashi answers, when David brought the granary from Aravna Hayavusi, and that's where the Beis HaMikdash was eventually built on, the gold that was used to purchase the place where the Beis HaMikdash would eventually stand on, was collected from all the Shvatim. However, this granary, it was located in the portion of Binyamin. Back to Chomish Pasuk Tezvav. Rak, however, everything that your soul desires, you shall shecht and eat meat, like the blessing that Hashem your God has given you in all your gates and all your cities. He who is pure and impure can eat it together. Just like a Tzvina, two different types of deer. Now let's see Rashi over here, Pasuk Tezvav. What exactly is the Pasuk 
teaching us? What's the Pasuk talking about, asks Rashi? In Bifsar Tava, if the Pasuk is telling us that you simply desire meat and then you shall shecht it and eat it, to tell us that it's permitted to eat meat without having to actually bring the murim, the sacrificial parts on the Mizbeach, later on in this Aliyah it says, and you're going to say that you want to eat meat. So what's this Pasuk talking about? It's talking about a carbon which is really designated as Kachim, and then a mum happened to it. It became blemished, and you're not able to bring it as a carbon. You can just redeem it, take its value, put it onto money, and now this animal is not considered a carbon, and you could eat it anywhere you want. You might think that you are able to redeem an animal if it has some sort of blemish, but that blemish will go away soon. That's why the Pesach says rock. However, you're only allowed to redeem an animal that has a blemish if it is a mum kavu. It's never going to get better, so that type of an animal gets redeemed and eaten anywhere. This is teaching us that you are not allowed to shear it or eat its milk. You're only allowed to eat it by way of shechting it. The Pesach said, someone who is impure and pure, they may eat this together. Since it used to be kachim, it used to be holy, it says about something which is kachim, that meat that touches something that's tame is not allowed to be eaten, meaning kachim meat that touches tame is not allowed to be eaten. Therefore, the Pasuk has to specifically tell us that this meat that used to be kachim, but it's not anymore, it is allowed to be eaten by someone who is not tahar. Why is it the Pasuk compares this to tzvi and ayol, two different types of deer, and carbon bamehen? That's because you do not bring a deer as a carbon. This also teaches us that we do not have to give these certain parts to the kaihen like we do have to with other carbonas. Back to Chomish Pasuk Dezayin, however, the blood you shall not eat. You shall spill it out on the ground like water. Let's see Rashi over here, Pasuk Dezayin, even though I said that you do not have to take these animals, take their blood, and sprinkle it on the Mizbeach, you're still not allowed to eat the blood. It shall be poured out like water. To tell you that you don't have to do Kiswe Adam for these animals. It's just like water, that it's going to make Zrim, it's going to make different produce susceptible to be Makabal Toma. We know that produce cannot be Makabal Toma, it cannot become impure unless it was made susceptible to be Makabal Toma. It has to be touched by one of the seven halachic liquids, and blood is one of them. Let's go back to Chomish Pasuk You are not able to eat in your gates. What are you not able to eat in your gates? Masar Degoncha, the tithes of your dagon, of your grain, and your grapes, and your olives, and the firstborn of your cattle and your sheep, and any vow carbon that you're going to promise to bring, and anything that you're going to donate, and that which you raised up from your hands, and as we said, that was talking about Bikurim. You are not allowed to eat those in your gates and your cities. You are only allowed to eat in front of Hashem your God. Where is that? In the place that Hashem your God has chosen it, you and your son and your daughter, and your servant and your maidservant, and the leaves that are in your gates, and you shall rejoice in front of Hashem your God in all of your undertakings. And before we see Rashi, let's just go to the next Pasuk, because we had just mentioned the Levi that's in your gates, you shall be careful, lest you abandon the Levi, call all of your days, on your land. And we're going to see in Rashi what that's talking about, but let's first see Rashi over here, Pasuk Yudzayin. The Pasuk is giving a Loisase, it's telling us that there's an Isr love. Now Rabbi Shoban Karcha Eimer, he says, you are physically able to do the following. Means you are not allowed to. Not that you're not able to, but you are not allowed to. Similarly, it says in the Pasuk, 
that the Bnei Yehuda were not able to drive them out. They physically were able to drive them out. However, they were not allowed to. It's because Avram Avinu, he had signed a treaty with them, made a covenant with them when he bought the Mars HaMachpela from them. So that's what Leisuchal means. It means you are not allowed to, not that you're not able to. Jump to the next Rashi. As we said, that is talking about Bikurim. And the next Pasuk in Rashi had said, You're only allowed to eat it this is within the walls, this is within the walls of Yerushalayim. And the Pasuk said, and the Levi that's within your gates, he's also going to eat this with you. If you don't have any to give him from his portion, if you don't have any Maeserishan to give him, so give him Maeserani as if he's a pauper. If you don't have Maeserani, so then invite him to come eat your Shlamim with you. Pasuk Yatesan Rashi told us, this is a Loisase, that do not abandon the Levi, Alad Masecha, However, once you are sent out to Galus and Chamuzer all of Yisrael, you're not commanded to take care of the Levi any more than just a regular pauper among Yisrael. You don't have to treat him specially. You don't have to give him Miser. That's when you are in Galus. This is only when you're in Eretz Yisrael and you have a Chiyav of Miser. And back to Chumash Pasuk Only when Hashem expands your borders like He spoke to you, and you're going to say to eat meat, because your soul desires to eat meat. Anything your soul desires, you are able to eat meat. Now, what's this talking about? The Torah is teaching us the proper way to act. A person should only desire to eat meat. Only if a person is expansive and he has wealth, only then he should be eating meat. However, in the midbar, when they were still in the midbar before they got into Israel, it actually was also for them to eat regular meat. Unless they actually were they made it holy and they brought it as a carbon shlamim. So back to Chumash Pasuk Chafalaf, continuing to talk about eating meat without having to bring it as a carbon. When you're far away from the place that Hashem your God has chosen to place his name there, and you're going to shecht from your cattle and your flock, that Hashem has given you, and you're going to eat it in your gates, everything your heart desires. So Rashi over here, Pasuk Chafalaf, tells us, you're not going to be able to come to the base Hamikdash or to the Mishkan and bring a Shlamim every single day because you live very far away. Like you are able to do now, because the Mishkan is going along with you in the Midbar. In Eretz Yisrael, you're going to be living far away. That there's actually a commandment how to actually go about doing Shechita. These are all the halachas of Shechita that we know. They're all halachas of Shechita. However, just like you eat a tzvi in a aisle, so you shall eat this, so you shall eat all these other animals. Someone who's tame and tar, they can eat this together. Rak chazak, however, be strong. Do not eat the blood, because the blood, that's the soul. And you're not allowed to eat the soul with the meat. Do not eat it. You shall pour it out on the ground like water. Don't eat it. So it should be good for you and your children after you. When you do what is good in the eyes of Hashem. Let's see Rash over your Pasuk of Bez. You are not commanded to eat in a state of Tahara, in a state of purity. So you might think that just like a Tzvina Isle, you are allowed to eat their fats. There are certain fats that on other animals are prohibited. However, in a Tzvina Isle, you are allowed to eat those fats. You might think that regular Chulun, regular animals, cattle and sheep, you are able to eat those fats. That's why it says 
so even though there are certain similarities between cattle and sheep and Svi and Isle that you are allowed to eat them without having to bring them as a carbon, however, you are not allowed to eat these usher fats on cattle and sheep. You are only allowed to eat them on Svi and Isle. Pasuk of Gimel and Rashi, Rak Chazak Levilti Yachel Adam, Mima Shenemer Chazak. From the fact that Pasuk says Chazak, you shall strengthen yourself. Atolamid, you can learn from here, Shahayu Shtufim Bedam Lachla, that they really desire to eat blood. Lefika Chotzer Chlemer Chazak, that's why the Pasuk has to say Chazak, that you have to strengthen yourself, even though you want to eat it, don't eat it. Divir Rabbi Huda, that's Rabbi Huda's opinion. Rabbi Shem Ben Azayimir, he says, Loi Ba Akasav El Azirchol Hamedcha, the Pasuk is only coming to warn you and teach you Ad Kam Atat Zarchol Is Chazak Mitzvahs, how much a person has to strengthen himself in Mitzvahs. Im Hadam, if we're talking about blood, Shu Kali Sharamenu, it's very easy not to eat blood. A person doesn't desire to eat blood. The Pasuk still has to strengthen you in its warning. Be strong. Don't eat blood. For sure, all the other mitzvahs that a person does desire not to do that mitzvah. The Pasuk said, This is a warning not to eat Avram and Achai, a limb from a living animal. Don't eat blood. This teaches us, do not eat blood that comes out right after Shechita. This is another repetition. Don't eat blood. This teaches us do not eat the blood that is inside the limbs. You go on and learn from here the reward that a person is going to get for keeping mitzvahs. When we're talking about blood, a person is disgusted. He's repulsed by blood. Someone that stays far away from blood, he and his children after him will be meritorious. For sure, stealing and harayas. A person desires to do these things. He's going to receive so much reward. Back to Chumash Pasuk Havav, Rak HaDashecha, only your holy things, meaning all the karbanas that you're going to bring, Asher Yulacha that you have, Unudarecha, and that which you have promised to bring, Tiso Vasa, you shall raise up and bring, El Makam Hashiv Hashem, to the place that Hashem your God has chosen. And Rashi over here, Pasuk Havav, just clarifies, Rak HaDashecha, Afal Pisha Tomot HaLishchet Chulin, even though you are allowed to Shecht Chulin outside the base of Mikdash, Loetar Telcha Lishchet Esakachim Lachim B'Sharecha Blayakrava, I did not allow you to Shecht Kachim and eat them outside of your gates without bringing them to the base of Mikdash. You have to bring him to the base of Mikdash. Back to Chomish Pasach of Zayin, Vasisa Elisecha, Basar Adam, and you shall perform your oil carbonos, the meat and the blood. Amazbach Hashem Lakecha, and the Mizbech Hashem your God, Vidams Vachecha Yushafech, and the blood of your carbonos you shall spill. Amazbach Hashem Lakecha, and the Mizbech Hashem your God, Vabasar Toichel, and you shall eat the meat. Let's see Rash over here, Pasach of Zayin, Vasisa Elisecha, Im Oileshin, if you bring a carbon oil, which is a burnt offering, Tain Habasar Vihadam Agam Mizbech, you should take the meat and the blood and put it on top of the Mizbech, it gets completely burned. The Mizbech Shlamim him, However, if it's a shlamim, first the blood gets poured on the mizbech, and afterwards, you're able to eat the meat. And Chazal darshan even more than this, this is teaching us about kachim, which is in chutzlars, outside Eretz Yisrael, many different other types of halachas in regards to kachim. Back to Chumash, you shall safeguard and pay attention to, all these things, that I'm commanding you, so it shall be good for you and your children after you forever. When you do that which is good and straight in the eyes of Hashem your God, let's see Rashi over here, Pasuk Chavches, Shemar Zumishnah, this is talking about learning. You have to guard it inside you so you don't forget it. Like it says in the Pasuk, if you're going to chazer them and review them, then you're going to be able to pay attention to them and keep them. Anything which was not learned and reviewed, so then you're not really going to be able to perform it properly. It's called varm all these things. You shall cherish a lighter mitzvah just like you do a very strict mitzvah. That which is good in the eyes of 
heaven, and that was just straight in the eyes of people. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up with the third aliyah tomorrow. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.